Hello, hello. This is Goddess of Divine Love and Mustang Sally Promotions. We are here to help you. So the whole purpose of us having this podcast is to bring awareness and spotlights on many different things as far as autoimmune disorders and to help spotlight all entrepreneurs. We also do promoting. So you can reach Mustang Sally Promotions at 580-340-5908. And she has packages um, to fit any budget. And if you need promotions, she's the one to go to. You can also come on here and promote yourself on our podcast. And we'll also, um, you know, promote that as well. So this is Goddess of Divine Love. And we'd love to help you. Thank you for listening. Next, I'm next, y'all. Tune in, tune in, tune in. What's Don't next? Y'all, you know, you know, I do, you know, I do what I, you know. Hey, welcome, welcome, y'all. Welcome. All right. <laughs> this is Goddess of Divine Love and Mustang Sally Promotions, and we are here today with um, Sher Quintia. She is a entrepreneur a CEO and a graphic designer. She's, she's wearing many hats. So go ahead, uh, Mustang, go ahead and do what you do, babe. All right. All right. Good evening. Good evening. So excited to speak with the wonderful uh, CEO, entrepreneur, like I say, as well as the uh, graphic designer, Sherpa Tia of the Closet Studio. Hey, uh, tell us about, yeah, tell us about Q and, 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 and the BBKS as well. Actually, very good. Yeah, so I didn't have a name. I had to start. Um, the reason for the name was because my isolation book was going to be in the closet. Mm-hmm. I was a little salty about it, mm-hmm. but I thought about the MTV, the basement, you know. Yeah, you make it work. <laughs> yeah, so I was a little salty. So when I came up with the name, I'm, like, I'm just going to call it the closet studio since I had to record in the closet, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm, it turned out to be. You know, a good name. It, it turned out to be pretty swell. I know that's right. That's good. All right. Yeah, that is good. Got to start small. All right. Let me go. Yeah. All right. Let me go ahead and ask you a few things. Well, what, what made you want to channel uh, your music in the uh, rap or hip hop direction in, in, in anyway? Well, actually, I didn't. It just that it, right. happened. It really didn't. When I had started in 2004 with uh, CQP Production Studios, it was a video production studio. Mm-hmm. And I was focused on movie scores, jingles, um, stuff like that, um, music for film. And my sister, she was she, she's she's a singer, mm-hmm. and she had problems uh, 
finding someone to record her. So I told her well, I would record her. And she was my first artist that I would learn how to record. Right. And then other artists in DFW, they was like, okay, well, you know, can you record us? And at the same time, they, you know, um, when it came to me rapping, mm-hmm. I, was, I usually I just do 16 bars on one of their tracks because they loved my voice. You know, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't for me to rap. It was like, oh, you can rap too. So for years, you know, I ventured out into that, but the problem was I did not want to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be a rapper. So so it, it, I really didn't. It's just something that happened, and actually it was wonderful that it happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't my idea. That's not why I got started. Interesting story. Interesting. Right, right. Now, how do you feel about the internet has impacted the music business? Mm, In a way, I think it's good and bad. I think, me personally, I think it's a negative impact on the the Mm -hmm. hip hop industry. When it comes to small, upcoming local artists, that is, you know, because they use so much algorithms. You know, so okay. back in the day when we was out there, you know, we, we were getting heard by just putting in straight footwork, selling CDs at the trunk of your car, right. you know, but when it comes to the internet now, it's based on algorithms. So if you're not using the right words, you know, it's it's going to be hard for your music to rotate, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you you can have friends and family that support you, but when you get on the internet and you search your name, it, it takes them forever to find you because you don't have that many views. So it's hard to, you know, so I don't really think it hurts it, even though it, it gives every every artist the opportunity to put their music up there. They're just selling false dreams, you know, you got to. You, you, it's the algorithms and the numbers, and if you're not, if you didn't write, it takes away the creativity for certain words during certain trends are used. Mm-hmm. So if you're not saying certain words or using certain lyrics, your music is not going to be heard nowhere. Mm. You know, nobody is going to be able to truly hear your music, especially during the pandemic. You know, it was easy to just print out your music, and people felt it. Now it's not I'm not at the front you know you gotta pay for that so it, it makes it more it's cause it, it, to me it just it doesn't help it, it doesn't help but it's I don't know the people, it's making the people work harder basically <laughs> no, them, to me it's like it's selling false hope mm-hmm. cause you have to write like trending words have to be in your track mm-hmm. so that takes away your creativity cause what if I didn't want to use that that that, fake, that phrase mm-hmm. but if I wanted to get to the top I might have to integrate that phrase in my music so the algorithm Mm-hmm. Can circulate, you know, so it's like it takes away the creativity, in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. um, your music, or your, it, it, it doesn't help. But you know, some people say it does. Well, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I think it's better I just think that it. I think it makes the person work a little harder because like you said, um, you know, they have to incorporate some of those into it for the, for it to be trending. So it just makes a person who really wants to be in that game work a little bit harder. Okay. You got to work a little bit harder at some things, but I mean, you know, you have to get out of what you're into to get to where you want to go to. So it's the algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. It's right, the algorithms right. for me. I could just easily back in. It, it's easy to pass it out. It's easy to be heard on the street versus. It's the algorithm. Uh-huh. It's gonna cost more. It's, it's not. So you can't put footwork mm-hmm. in the algorithm. See, mm-hmm. you can put footwork after you drop the album, a song. You can go out there and you can sell your CD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can't put footwork in there. You gotta pay for that. You gotta pay for that. Mm-hmm. So actually, it, it, it uninspired one because at the end of the day, 
Mm. Since I have, you know, when it comes to marketing their music, you know. So you what do you do? What do you do for your clients? Meaning, which ones? Which, which? In, okay, you which said that one? you have the the closet studio. Do you have um, artists? That's, that's no, I just usually, no, 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 I don't work with, I don't have my own artists. I just, the recording studio is just for anyone that wants to record. It's not just okay. only for recording artists. It's okay. for the minister that wants to come in and, and record his sermon. Oh, okay, it's for the okay. Poet that wants to come in and record her poetry. It's for the teacher that needs to come in. I mean, okay. the college professor that needs to come in and record a seminar. It's for the, okay. the, the author that wants to do a, um, 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 a book. Understand, uh, understand. Words. So, it, so that's yeah. how the closet studios differ understand. from when it first started. It's for everyone. It's for exactly. everyone. What area are you in where people can I'm find you? I'm located in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Okay. So um, if they wanted to reach you to record their sermon or book or whatever, poetry, um, what number would they contact you at? Um, I, I you book online, so you will go to www.theclosetstudios.com, and we book online. Oh, okay. But thanks to the pandemic, our recording studio is still closed. Oh, due to, okay. Yeah, because it's, it's really hard to sanitize because you have to take your mic off. I mean, your mask off. You know, it's more close, personal, personal contact. Mm, okay. You know, so I, I can't guarantee the safety of my my clients. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So right now the recording studio is the heart of it all is is pretty much not permanently closed but closed closed until they can figure this out they can figure this out I don't okay. want to find to see that the COVID for me right 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 so I got my vaccine y'all I got my vaccine, I got my vaccine. <laughs> right right I didn't get sick I didn't get sick don't believe the hype oh did you <laughs> mm. okay. Now we gonna shoot over to the graphic design uh, little area for a minute. What makes you a good graphic designer? I listen to my clients. Mm-hmm. I listen to my clients. See, the only way, in my opinion, you have to listen to your client, give your client, give the client exactly what they want, and then I won't stop and say it's exactly what they want. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. People say I shouldn't guarantee my product. But I guarantee my design, you're going to get exactly what you want. So I listen to right. the, I, I get the feel of the client. I, I dig deep and get to know the personality of the client. So when they do book, we have a per, you know, uh, uh, I really communicate with them. Like, what, what's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite font? Because they might have an idea of what they want, but, you know, what's your favorite hobby? So I can incorporate that into the design itself. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, what kind of design projects do you love to work on? Do you have any specific uh, book covers? Uh, I like to do book covers. Oh, uh, book covers. Book covers. book covers. I don't know what they call them. But book covers. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, I just like to design them. So, book covers. Oh. But I like to know, like, the name of the book, and then design a cover to okay. draw the people in. Like, are wow, you an illustrator as well? Yes, you know, you know, you know. They say don't judge a book by its cover, but I want right. what people still do. So, yeah. I want them when they see the cover, they're inspired to read the book, and then the book is also just as inspiring. Awesome, and it's, you know. So it's very fulfilling. Like the book matches the cover. So I like to do book cover design. Okay, it's more emotional. Awesome. You know, you can really connect with the reader. Mm-hmm. Right. Vision. 
I know a few authors, so when they listen to this, they'll be able to contact you. Uh-huh. Now, what kind of, uh, uh, well, do you prefer to work uh, as a team or solo? How do you, how do you take that? Um, I can do both. I can do both. It's like I can work on the team, but by myself at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, when it comes to the creating part, you know, I like to work by myself. When it comes to the idea and sitting down and, and coming up with concepts and, I, you know, concepts and ideas, I love yeah. to work with a team. But when it comes down to the designing part, I like to be uh-huh. on myself so I can really focus, you know. And each uh-huh. person works on a different part of the design. So it's like a team, but you're still working. It's a team effort, teamwork, but you still have to work alone. Like this part of design, I might do just, I'm responsible for the magazine cover. Mm-hmm. But other other designers are responsible for um, other um, articles with inside the magazine. But we all know exactly um, what's supposed to be doing. So it's, it's, it's both what it is. I like to thank Well, of course, it goes. You know, 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 <laughs> Don't mind my camera girl if y'all see it. She is recording. I got my cords for the people looking. Okay. Now let me jump over here to this uh, hip hop side. What do you know about the hip hop and rap in the United States? What do you know about that? Nothing. See, I don't know nothing, nothing. about it. Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. Believe me, I, I just have to be honest. Nothing because. Like I said, when I was, even when I was younger, I wouldn't, you know, when I was younger, I was told when I was younger, I enjoyed, like, I, I, see, I like the beats. I like the music. Yeah. I don't know. So I never got into music or hip hop. You know, I got it in for movie scores, you know. Oh, okay. um, right. So I, I never really, I just like certain artists. And another reason why I don't know too much about it, because all they really do is tell us a lot of negative things and I try to stay away from the negative talk. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk so much bad. They don't they don't they, they really don't our our era do I mean our people do, let me put it that way. But hip hop don't have a great they always have a downside to hip hop. So I don't like to hear the negative, so I just listen to it. I got I don't really have a favorite hip hop artist. Um I really don't, and that's because I got issues. Look, I got issues. You can't even talk to me. You can't know who you ask, y'all. It depends on who you ask. It's like, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, now, now as a child, what did you uh, want to do when you grew up? What were your uh, dreams? Or are you fulfilling them now? No, I um, don't. <laughs> Seriously, you went, okay, now don't do it. Look, man, what I wanted to do, I grew up. I've never heard of a dream like that. Okay. Yes, they they should have known something was wrong with me. <laughs> and that's what I would tell them. It was like you know when they asked, "What do you want to be?" They even had me talk to the Dallas police. You know to try like just get the crooked part out of your head. <laughs> and my thing was, yeah, get the crooked part out. You want to be a crooked? You know they was oh she wants to be a police officer. And then it, then it's like but she wants to be the bad cop. You know and the reason why that was is because Dallas police killed my cousin. 
Dallas, you know, the police, I didn't see nothing good. All I saw with the oh, police, you can okay. break the law and get away with it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You, yeah. can, you got so much power. Mm-hmm. You know, so I saw the power of it with the bad cops because the bad cops get away with everything. So, of course, mm-hmm. I would want to be a cop, not the good one, because the good one is not winning like the bad cop. I got you. you know, at that age, the bad cops is always winning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to be a bad cop. Not a good cop. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe in lying. So, you know, it, it took them years. And, that, that's, and even when I got to like 23, I was still pursuing that dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I still wanted to be a cricket cop because the cricket cops get away with everything. We see it. You know, people, you know, we see it. They got power. They winning. Look how many they killing. Look how many they killing. They getting away with. Mm-hmm. A, bad, a good cop could do it. A bad cop can get away with murder. Mm-hmm. When the cops in the neighborhoods, you know, they pull the they pull the drug dealers over and instead of taking them to jail, they take all their money and they, they take their, all their drugs. Mm-hmm. Right, they win and they don't get in trouble. So I wanted a job where I didn't get in trouble for nothing I did. <laughs> I don't like being in front of the camera. I don't like none of that shit. 
and I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, even when it came to rapping and on the stage, you know, they would want me. A lot of people came for me, and it was like, no, I don't, I don't like being on the stage. My mom told me sometimes you have to do something you don't like to do or want to do to be successful. That's but don't forget who got you there, like God. Don't forget about Jesus, because sometimes you got to do stuff that you don't like to do mm-hmm. to get where you need to go. But once you get there and you be successful, don't say, don't don't turn your back on God, because God is the one that's going to get you there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get up there and they forget about God and start mm-hmm. saying, oh, I need this. Well, now Jesus did this. Jesus got me where I need to be. You know, so don't forget about him. So once I get there, continue to praise him. Mm-hmm. Well, I was praising him when I wasn't there. So that's why I'm in front of the camera and that's why I'm on this phone with you right now because I'm doing something oh, okay. that I yeah, don't nice. want to do or like to do. <laughs> See, I don't like none of this, but I'm doing it. And you I'm sound like, so yeah, great yeah. doing it. That's and the I'm thing. I'm doing it and deep down it's like, I hate doing it. I don't <laughs> like to do it. But you're but, doing great. But I'm taking her advice this time because I didn't take her advice when it came to the music, you know, like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. Well, and, bless you know, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Right. Okay. The Lord made me now, right back in the same direction in front of the camera. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Now, now I have, I'm going to ask you all, uh, what, uh, what platforms uh, they can everyone or, or we can find you guys on or your, offer, or your services that you have to offer, and then we're going to take a break and pay, pay a couple bills real quick. So ask okay, me that. Okay. Quick, and tell us what platforms. Okay, if you like, uh, you can follow me if you want to hear my beats and my music. You can follow me on um, SoundCloud, The Closet Studios. You can follow me on YouTube, The Closet Studios, C-H-A. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, The Closet Studios, <laughs> C-H-A, okay. Closet Studios. If you type in T-H-E, you're going to get the one in Oklahoma. You're trying to be where they is. They all in Oklahoma. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, okay, we're going to stop real quick. We're going to play a video, too. We're going to come back and talk about that uh, wellness awareness podcast real quick. Uh, they, uh, and then uh, get back at you on that, okay? Okay, cool. Don't cool. hang up. Don't hang up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking to my people. Okay, All right. Go, right. Go, go, go. <laughs> look, we get out and talk about, well, I got bus day on the line. I got bus day on the line. <laughs> how was your day? How was y'all's day? All right, we're back. Okay, Q. Thank you. We is back. Right. Now, Miss Miss uh, Q, let's talk some, uh, about some of the uh, hemp wellness awareness and those boogie doobies. Okay. Boogie doobies. Tell me about the wellness. Some of the okay, wellness, well. awareness. Okay, so this started back in Probably 1996. What year was you born, Dominique? Okay, 1995. So, so in 1996, I was married to her father, and he uh, got diagnosed with cancer. And all I did at that time, I was 19, 18, 19. No, I was 19. 19. I, all I did was drink. And when he got diagnosed with cancer at 24, he had Hopkins lymphoma. You know, you go to the doctor. You know, when we went to the doctor, they asked him what medication does he do, drugs, this and then. I said, well, he was going to lie. And I was like, well, now he smoke weed like a party train. <laughs> and that's when the doctor let me know, well, that's a good thing. And that's probably why he was here. Because when he found out he had cancer, he only had six months to live. Oh, wow. But, yeah, he only had six months to live. No, three months to live. Just three months. They only gave him three months. So I let them know that he smoked marijuana. And when I said it, it was like, well, this is a drug you do. And that's when the doctor informed me that, me and him, he was like, well, you know, 
son, you know, doctors, that's how they talk. That's probably why you're still here today, because mm -hmm. of the weed. You know what I'm saying? The weed is yeah. one Suppressed that kept him having mm -hmm. an appetite. Yeah. Out, you know what I'm saying? The weed still was killing some of the cancer cells, mm -hmm. and he smoked a lot. So that day I put down the nickel and picked up Mary I know Jane. that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> all and natural medicine. It's all natural. It's all natural. So I marched with an, uh, uh, DFW Norm uh, down here in Dallas, Texas, make lead legal in the state of Texas. It's called DFW Normal. We march. We have a national marijuana march every year. All right. In April, around April 20th. You know, I'm a strong, huge supporter of marijuana, mm -hmm. you know, because of, that gave him a long life. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it. And before he passed on, he stopped smoking weed because, you know, he, he wanted to get his life right with Christ. So he had to put the weed down and smear Christ, you know, and, and I saw it, like that's the only reason why you should put weed down. If mm -hmm. you're trying to smear Christ the way that you're supposed to smear Christ in your belief, in your way, mm -hmm. you know. So it was like after he smoked stuff, you know, it was like he was ready to go. You know, he lost his appetite. He didn't start, you know, he, he's not able to eat because he's not smoking because he don't have an appetite. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's weed for me. You know, it's weed. Right. They when heal, he stopped they smoking, soul, that's when he you know, uh, We march. It's not a... It, it, we has never killed not one person. Not one state, person. Not at all. The prohibition of weed was, if you ask me, was a hateful act. To Mexico, yes, yes. Mexican, yes. Mexican residents for us Americans to fear them. Mm -hmm. You know, if people do that research, weed was required as a crop. Mm -hmm. All Americans had they had to grow cannabis. You know, and they used to use that for 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 the paper. Mm -hmm. So if you look into your history, weed, marijuana, the cannabis plant was a crop that was. Right. Um, mandated that every farmer grows this. Mm -hmm. Nineteen thirty nine, I believe. Yes, but when it came to Mexico, and you know, so they just wanted Americans to you know, fear Mexicans, fear them, you know, and and that's not cool with my book. You you know, right. you lied on people, you well, lied on because I guess America yeah. cannabis and Mexico call it marijuana, and we couldn't put the same. They the same. Well, the American doctors here, from my understanding, what I read a few years ago, um, the doctors wanted to also um, put a ban on it because they thought that when white women would smoke marijuana, it made them be more attracted to the black men. Oh, see, I didn't even read that. Yeah. I'm going to have to on. find that and send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I just, I didn't know none of that. Mm -hmm. It's a and lot of stupid mama. stuff. Like, I mean, it's a lot of stupid stuff they did, you know. Yeah, my mom, <laughs> I say my stepdad, he had epilepsy. Mm -hmm. He had it real bad, you know. He died of a grandma seizure. Mm -hmm. But we can tell you that marijuana will help him. Right. And we can stop having seizures. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. The weed has helped me not have gray hair. Right. You know. I got about three of them because they're females, but we ain't going to talk about that yet. <laughs> 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 I know it was the weed. They gray hers away from me. Right. You know, the weed has kept my youth. You know, I, I think the weed is everything, for real, you mm -hmm. know. But after I learned that and I saw mm -hmm. how it actually helped, you know, yeah. it helped. 
Mm-mm. No, they kill you. Oh, they kill you. I would okay, much well, rather smoke well, than you drink. You um, smoke and you know, fight down some cells and shit. You, yeah. know? you don't necessarily have to smoke it. You can bake it. You can eat it. You can use yeah. the oils. You can use. You can use the tea. You know, so you can boil like, it for yeah, tea. You don't have to yeah. smoke it. You don't have to smoke it. So you know, I know, I know. I like, I like THC though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, can you, can you tell us about the boogie doobies and then the uh, your upcoming uh, host host on the BBS? You get your uh, boogie BBKS. You better get your bougie doobie to the bougie. Give me the final one right there so I can read. So I can read. Oh, okay, so the bougie doobie clip I created. I created. I designed. You know, uh, a a roach clip. A roach clip for your blunts, a blunt fit. And it, I, it, it was inspired by my sister because every time she would smoke, she would grab this hair clip. And with this hair clip, it's just the regular hair clip. And when she put it in her hand, she got all bougie when she was smoking. Yeah. You know, and when her nails were done, she didn't want to buy her nails. So right. last year, 2020, post-20, I created her a, uh, a blunt clip. I just put crystals on it. You know, I bougied it up a little bit. It was like yeah. a petty. It was petty, but yeah. it was a, you know, but it's a blunt clip. Right. And, and and I I did it on Facebook and a lot of my Facebook family, friends, and it was like, well, just sell them. I, it was a joke. I didn't think that they would, you know. They're cute. I knew my sister would use it. You know, me and her are weird like that. You know, she gonna use right. them. I'm gonna use it because we, that's just me and her energy. But it actually turned out to be something. And it's durable. It's waterproof. It's a non-discreet. It's a discreet weed clip, so nobody really knows right. what it is. And just put it, it back in your hair. hair clip. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like drug paraphernalia. How right. about that? Right. Right. You don't have to. If you got kids, you don't have to worry about if they picking up your weed clip, your brother. Right. You're gonna run to them and hear it and pick up your because the kids know what it is. But you, it's just a hair clip, and the ladies, um, the ones that don't smoke, they buy for the daughters, like mm-hmm. a hair, uh, a hair clip. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so you know, I was just being bougie for my sister, oh. creating oh. something for her. And I love the name, Bougie Doobie. Right. Now, finally, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do. Tell us about the, your co-host, your hosting, uh, uh on the BBK. This secret. Well, my people was like, we want to talk sex, and you know, we can talk sex, you know, but yeah. I rather talk, you know, I rather have an expert, so yeah. I, I ran into Dr. Denise, I mean, Dr. S. Denise Rivers, and I saw that she was a sex expert, so I decided to hit her up, you know, and see if she would like to at least do one show, you know, just one show and talk to um, my people, mm-hmm. you know, like my peers about, you know, sex safe sex but she's a sexologist too you know something hey denise she is on the she is on the live right now hey denise. So said, you know i'm asking hey. her because she just come talk to us and right. the audience smile but we want to talk safe sex whatever you know right and she agreed she agreed and then she um then she asked if we you know let's do it let's do it almost every month and up, up until june you know like and so we're talking about sex, honey. We talking well, that's about good. sex does not go out of style. Safe sex, uh, sex appropriation. How they, how, you know, we're talking about it. Right. You know, because we don't get we, we're my, a 
lot of us with my women, us black, in my, I guess in my age group, not, we don't have access to that. You know what I'm saying? We really don't have access to that type of platform where we can ask a sexologist why. Because we can't afford to ask the sexologist. You know, we don't even know where to find one. It's so much that we've learned about our bodies on our first show that it's like, wow, you know. A lot of people just don't read to look it up. Yeah, but some things you have to, it's easier to say, look it up. But see, I'm a visual learner. You see, I'm a Oh, absolutely. Owner. I'm a visual you know, person so as well. You're going to need somebody to guide you and, and, and teach you. You can have the book. You can have all the information in front mm-hmm. of you, but you sit and laugh. That's why you have a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why past yeah. churches have pastors. Mm-hmm. So you can read it all day long, but until you actually get somebody there to talk to you and guide you right. and let you know and let you know, you know, you can't trust Google no more. You know, you go on Google, you gotta look how the internet is not really helping us. In my day we had encyclopedias. Right. And everything on the internet. So you if you don't get on the right article, you gonna believe, you know, what it all the wrong shit. Google have you think you about to die. <laughs> so a lot of women I thought all thought butt plugs was for pleasure. Butt plugs ain't for that. Mm-hmm. So we using butt plugs, we fucking our butts up because you, that's not what that's for. You know, that's not what that's for. But we didn't know that. We can read it, but when you read anal plugs, they gonna tell you it's all about the pleasure, but no. Let's really talk about it. So we won't fuck our senior You know? <laughs> she gonna show us where our juice body on the dummy and we can dance all. Let's all right. We don't have that platform. All right. Especially for the lesbian women. For the lesbian women. So we can come together. Okay. Other than that, we're among straight women and they gonna be looking at us like idiot. They gonna think we talking about it because we preach or something. <laughs> okay. I, I got titties too. I got titties too. I didn't know about all these titties. Yes. Yes. I didn't know you can have a titty gland. I didn't know. I want to shout out to the the Dr. Denise. Shout out to Dr. For her great great information. Yes. I have one final question for you, and then then I'll let my my co host take over. Now, what's your best tip or advice for making the world a better place? What is that? What's your your take on that one? Uh, Stop judging people. Stop judging people. Right. Okay. Stop judging. That's if people right. stop judging, it will be better. Water your own grass. Hey. Yeah, stop judging. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you know what judging do? Judge. By being judged, destroy the world. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Jesus sitting right there for Mary Magdalene, they would have stoned her to death. Judgment kills is killing us. That's right. People judging us is calling Pete causing kids to commit suicide. Right. You know, the suicide right. is right as up to people talking down and judging them. You're right. You know, stop judging people. Then we have a better place because we have happier people. You have some women that think they're too fat to wear a bikini because you're out there judging them. That right. ain't they starving themselves to death. They're not happy. Exactly. So the or getting surgery and killing I'm themselves. Judging people. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. see somebody, I don't care if they is a sight for you, so I or not. Right. I need your confidence, baby. That's you right. You know, because more right. than the outside. Yes. Yes. I love your confidence, baby. Keep your head up. Oh, I like that outfit. It ain't about what is a sight 
for you. Right. Every, God make no mistakes. Everything the Lord make is beautiful. So y'all don't care if you all you like is a size zero and you see a BBW. Baby, I like that outfit on you. You wearing it. Right. You don't want to say, eh, you bad or something like that. Eh, you shouldn't be right. wearing that. No, it's so much easier to say, I love your confidence. Mm-hmm. Keep doing your thing, girl. You see what I'm saying? We can compliment each other. We don't get that in the black community. You're right. They, right. they did us like that. They put the, that's why you got the house in the field. Social media is a big part of that as well. People get on here and just, you know. in the house and in the field. Yeah. Oh, in social media streets. They still got us in the house and the field. If you get too dark, they don't like you. Mm-hmm. They call, you know what I'm saying? Stop judging people. Mm-hmm. And the world will be better. And drink, smoke a blunt. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I just want to thank you very much, and Quintia, for coming on here. And um, you know, y'all can call me Q. You know, okay. You me. Yeah. Okay, Q. All right, Q. Oh yeah. Okay, Q. Well, thank you very much for coming on here. I appreciate and, um, you having me on. I appreciate you having me on. Definitely, and I'm. You know, I guess just keep us. It arise about the um the next sexual what is it? Oh, sexology that's, that's, going down, that's going down March twentieth. March twentieth. Yeah, it will be streaming live for OnlyFans because Facebook shutting us down because we're going against. It, oh it's yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too sexual, <laughs> but the but the subscription is free. It is free. You know, because okay. we'll be doing demos like roping. Okay. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna have some fun over there. The doc is gonna. The doc gonna go. Go home. Yeah, I'm tipsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Facebook says, Facebook says you tipsy. I look there. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't be doing this. keep your party going um maybe i'll go ahead and come on 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 facebook as well but yes i want to say thank you again for coming on and we would love to have you back okay i would love to be back all right you thank you ladies y'all have a great night peace love and blessings you too remember we prepare for a bigger better brighter tomorrow that's right yes yes